Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast episode 193 and my very special guest on today's show is the return of Leon Hunter of North Atlas. Uh, they've got a brand new single out right now called House of Mirrors. Uh, I've been playing it on my radio show and everything but it was absolute pleasure to catch up with him again. Uh, we chatted to them last year, I think it was around May april may time um when they released their um other singles before then and it's just sort of really nice to catch up and everything uh, i'm going to keep this intro short just purely because um i've had it's just good news i've had my first covid shot um but i am feeling uh slight after effects of it so uh, i want to keep this short and blunt so please subscribe share like review all that kind of good stuff i'll catch up with you on the next episode but please go check out house of mirrors right now of north atlas then come back to this and listen to leon enjoy But yeah, no, thank you for doing this again. Um, of course. It's, it's been, uh, when was the last time? It was it was around April, wasn't it, last year? April, May? Yes, I think so, yeah, with uh, hypnotism. Yeah, during the first lockdown. And um, mm. yeah, we, we talked over a few things in that, which was good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, plans have changed slightly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, how's it been for you? What's it What's it been like since that sort of time? Well, it's been interesting, man. I mean, we were on the road um, when the first lockdown happened and we cancelled all the shows, re, uh, rescheduled all the shows. And, uh, yeah, we kind of thought, well, you know, we'll just keep our head down for six months and this thing will be over. But as it panned out, it was something that uh, rolled on and rolled on. Mm. And it was the same with a lot of artists, I think. It's just uh, it's just the way things go. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like I say, you had Hypnotist out uh, around that point and um, yeah. you had South before that as well yeah uh both cracking singles um, Thanks, man. and and this new one you've got house of mirrors um is yeah. is is I, I love it um it's it's been basically on rotation um <laughs> i've got i've got a new playlist thing that um i've been running for a little while but um i've only just sort of unleashed it on the public and you guys have been in it for the past couple of weeks so oh, thank you so much um, that's, that's so cool no it's, it's really i mean thank you for giving me a sneak peek at it as well which was uh really cool and the video which I, it's just it's it's bizarre. Um, we'll it go into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it's got that kind of tool vibe to it. You know, that was the yeah. sort of thought. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. And um, yeah, no, I was just sort of like when when I heard the track first, I was sort of just listening to the music, not really paying a whole lot of attention to the video because I just sort of like I, I in the back of my head, I thought I thought it was just like a lyric video or something initially. Yeah. So I generally yeah, yeah. I just like to listen to the music. But uh, when I looked up, I realised it's actually a music video. <laughs> so i watched it a second time um but yeah no it's it's um the, the single itself is is great it's got a real kind of like grimy vibe to it um i mean you kind of you hinted on that sort of sound in those first two singles but this one really kind of takes it down to a deeper level i feel yeah well we recorded it all in lockdown so yeah. you know, we were uh, we were doing it all over Zoom, and I was recording the vocals on my own. I set up a um, vocal booth in my bedroom, which was a weird weird scenario. You know, I was like, um, <clears throat> I was trying to record in between my neighbours doing 
construction work upstairs. Oh, brilliant. So I was kind of waiting for the saws to stop and then I'm like, right, let's, let's sing some lyrics. So it's, uh, it's weird doing it, doing it in that environment. But it, I think it came out really raw because of that. Yeah. You know, and the lyrics for House of Mirrors had actually written, the song is about isolation and uh, being, uh, you know, bad coping mechanisms and, you know, being surrounded by technology and your mind seems like the enemy, you know? Yeah. So I'd written that a while back and then lockdown happened and I was like, the lyrics took on a whole new meaning. You know, there was a, there was a different angle to it. So I thought it was a good one to record actually in lockdown as a band, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I was going to say the lyrical content, it really does resonate. I mean, I've heard a lot of um, uh, lockdown theme songs, uh, some yeah. some not so good, <laughs> but it kind of it, it's 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 that person's message at the time. But it's very kind of like it feels very kind of I don't know, forced, if that makes I don't know if that makes sense. But it, yeah, your track, it kind of it resonated a lot more with me. Um, because it's like, you know, um, you know, it goes on about obviously isolation, you know, are you sure you're real? You know, are you sure you're not a ghost? The lyric and everything. Um, and, and it, it really does. I mean, even though I'm in a house with, with my family, sometimes you do feel that kind of like, is this, is this real? Is this like, is this something that it, it put it in a, like, it's like about if I was to sort of sum up a lockdown situation or the way my head feels uh in some cases during this time it this single this these words that you've created um have have really like resonated on that fact yeah. well it's very much so that self-critical thing you know yeah so like you can you look at yourself in the mirror or you look at yourself like you you see yourself back on a zoom or whatever and you're really hypercritical of yourself and you're always thinking about that and that's the sort of premise of being your own worst enemy you know you, you're in that constantly in a house of mirrors and you're reviewing yourself and looking at yourself and you don't always think the best things about yourself your your own harshest critic and well at least i am uh, i know a lot of people are as well so it's uh, yeah that's that's where that that place that's where the song comes from you yeah know? i think that that's why it hit me so much because like mm-hmm. i spend every day on 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 webex or zoom or whatever uh with my work colleagues and and like i've right. noticed like half this time like they kind of encourage you to have the the camera on just purely yeah. so they can see you're okay for one and that you feel a bit more as part of a, a team which i do already i've been with this guy these guys for ages so um nice. but but i've found myself turning off the camera all the time and like doing things like this where i've kind of adapted to camera uh whereas before we did this i mean we had the cameras on last time i believe but we didn't record it right yeah i think that's um, correct yeah so it was just the audio so i can kind of like you know get that but with with this i find this a lot different so with the podcast yeah. i'm chatting to people like yourself um and and it's it's a totally different conversation to what i'm having at work right so there's no sort of like training there's no um like uh sort of aligning your hobbies with whatever you do at work or whatever thing like that um yeah. with this it's purely like music sort of human human um totally different people we don't know each other from anything as such apart from your music um mm. but it's it's this this is sort of like i've become more comfortable doing this in front of the camera because i'm i can see myself right now um <laughs> well, i don't like looking at, I, I've, I've never liked looking at myself but i've spent a lot I of time like beard, man. i really like i like your beard right oh, now it's looking very, looking very cool yes yeah i grew a lockdown beard uh, it was a bit of a tom hanks moment i oh, looked nice. in the mirror and i was like what the hell man like <laughs> yeah. when did this happen yeah yeah <laughs> so I've, I've, 
know, but it was a bit crazy. Yeah. yeah, I got rid of the side bits recently just purely because I am going back into work. I'm allowed to have this and the piercings and everything, so it's all right. But... Uh, it looks like Hetfield in like 2007. Yeah. Remember? That's what I tell you. It's cool, man. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Making me feel better about myself. Um, but yeah, no, just adapting to this sort of lifestyle and, and like adapting to having this. I mean, I would like to do this like this sort of thing in person which i did before lockdown i i went to gigs and i'd interview bands before they play and all that kind of stuff um and a few of them were caught on camera some of them weren't um but like adapting to this and 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 making the differentiation between work and everything is has been quite nice because like the past few sort of like work meetings i've had the camera off i'll i'll talk that's fine but I've just had the camera off because I'm just sick of seeing yeah. myself looking at me because <laughs> I had that in my head of like, is that, what's wrong with my, what's wrong with my nose? What's wrong with my nose? <laughs> so paranoid about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone else looks like they've done, they've got makeup and, you know, <laughs> like, nah. no, I'm not doing that. Um, but it's just, um, yeah, that and, and um, I've sort of started doing um, uh, virtual nightclubs performance stuff. So right. like, whereas, um, before i was kind of live streaming music like djing um but now um that well there's the one club down this way had been sort of doing it since the first lockdown where they've had this like kind of virtual nightclub going on so basically it's it's basically zoom set up uh but the video transmits to twitch and uh people are there's like multiple it was like 20 people like in different rooms and people are dancing people are actually dressing up for amazing it. and it's been it's been a great like community thing because i've been like like when i first started doing live streaming it was really weird because i'm not playing to an audience yes and much like if you do a gig live stream you're not you're playing to an audience but you're not getting the the buzz the reaction the, the energy of the room well um, i did a, i did the, at the start of lockdown i did a, a show for king tut's glasgow and the king tut's yeah. thing um and it was it was weird we did actually did quite a few um but it was it was weird to to do that because I'd never done it before. You know, I had my piano set up and I'm in my living room. You know, I got my Robert Burns poster behind me and I'm just like, you know, playing this song. It's it's a strange feeling. There's very little reaction because yeah. usually when you play live, you get a reaction and you can have some banter and have some fun. And there's that real sense of community. But without that, there isn't. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm looking forward to when gigs come back. It's going to feel in that community again and making new friends at gigs. You know, it's yeah. it's missing it i mean that's something no. that um obviously with the announcements we've had in the past week there seems to be a light um whether or not it's the right light i don't know whether it's actually realistic i don't know because i've been <laughs> it's like being like it's kind of having that kind of uh weirdly ab- like abusive relationship <laughs> it's really weird but it's like it's okay baby yeah we'll do this we'll do this and then it doesn't yeah. happen and it's all your fault and it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's how i feel about it because everyone's getting really excited and i i want to get excited i want to get back into the nightclubs so like june yeah. i was like fuck june awesome get back into the nightclubs hopefully get back into some kind of you know normality of some kind um and it's the same with obviously with you with like playing gigs and stuff you're looking at that you're thinking oh, awesome we could book some shows we could you know um grab some support slots or something you know something like yeah. that and 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 awesome. i just can't get excited <laughs> yeah that's right you need a date you need something to be like all right this is when it's going to kick off or a yeah. festival to look forward to you know it's like yeah. oh we know this festival's coming up or whatever it's like it's such a an encouraging thing encouraging feeling but it shouldn't be too long i don't think 
No, I think it's going to be it's going to come around sooner than we think. Yeah, I think so. I think with with hopefully vaccines and stuff rolling out quicker and 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 more uptake on that, I think that's just going to be. It's basically it's down to the public. Um, <laughs> so I don't like the general public, uh, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, but it's just sort of yeah. No, I mean there is a lie of it. I mean I've got I've got tickets that have been held for the past like year and a half um for mm. shows that i've got um that i was going to go to so yeah. um, they're, they're looking like they've rebooked dates and everything now so i'm looking forward to seeing that looking forward to seeing i think like skunk and antsy are playing uh one of them um and uh i can't remember what the other ones are yeah i can't remember what the other ones are uh, but <laughs> there's a few i've got tickets and hopefully they're not going to book them all like so close to each other because that's going to be oh, right. sort of the sort of build up of 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 gigs and stuff yeah there's only, there's only so much a man can drink in a week well there's that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean i guess I mean, we'll see on that i'm trying to be positive about it it's just it's very difficult yeah. at the moment but once i see some kind of improvement on stuff i think it's gonna 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 sit a bit better with me on that front but what what yeah. your, what are your guys plans now i mean obviously saying that with the with the um announcement that we've just had i mean a lot of i know a lot of band, a lot of people and say bands strictly, but I know a lot of people who deal like tour companies and stuff. Yeah, and they're suddenly getting bookings. They, their their trade has picked back up again. Just saying, like as of like June, July, their vans are being booked. Their you know tour managers are being booked out and stuff. What about you guys? What have you got? If well, anything? we're we're releasing a, a bunch of songs this year. Um, so we're we're gonna do a whole bunch of songs, and then we're gonna have an EP, uh, which is super super exciting. You know, so right, right now we're we're taking this time to to focus on the songs and write what we want to say and bring some of that raw energy out that, that's come from the frustration of lockdown, you know, that, that maybe that's a positive that can come from it. But as far as the live stuff is concerned, as soon as that, as soon as we're able to do it, we're going to, we're going to get back out on the road, man. And, and, you know, maybe go out with a few other bands and yeah, basically as soon as we can, I mean, probably festivals might be next year, Yeah, you know, because I think a lot of them are off, but it's uh, yeah, it's been mostly writing, man, and putting together some songs. We've got a clutch of songs that we're very happy with, and we're really excited to let people hear them, man. We're actually feeling really fired up. You know, a lot of bands, um, which is tragic, a lot of them will have split up, and a lot of them have maybe released an album right before uh, lockdown hit, but we're actually feeling really positive. We're feeling really stoked, and I think that the music I'm feeling really deeply at the moment, which is... Which is good because the rest of it sucks. <laughs> it sucks being in lockdown, not being able to see your family, not yeah. being able to go out and just hang out and drink. But uh, yeah, I would I would say I'm feeling optimistic today. Good. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Excellent, excellent. I mean, and like I mean, we sort of discussed over the email, but you, you've been in the studio past sort of yeah. like uh, past few days. Um, yeah. What what can we kind of expect when it comes to the releases and what kind of like, I mean, did you finish any songs in that studio time or is it just sort of like laying out the big ideas? Well, we had, I had written most of the lyrics and the a lot of what Cam had done on, on the production, Cam the drummer and uh, Rusty with the bass. It's like we had a lot of songs formed, so we were kind of just tracking things in as high quality as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably have to do an awful lot of it in various studios at different times, given the COVID restrictions, which is totally cool because you've got to you've got to do that. You can't be a, you can't be irresponsible. So they're coming together, but the core songs are there, and, and you know what it's like being in a band with the when the core songs are there, and you're like, oh man, 
man, like that is an exciting point to be at. Yeah. Really stoked to, to, to get them out. Uh, so they'll be mixed and, and put together probably in the next couple of months. Hopefully we're going to stick one out real soon after House of Mirrors. Yeah. There'll be the next one. And, and we're not going to slow down this year. It's, it's all go. That's awesome. I look, I mean, I look forward to hearing those tracks because like I said, I've enjoyed your previous releases um and this one in particular the house of mirrors i mean if we actually if we can take it back because we didn't discuss the video as such um, oh, of course yeah yeah right <laughs> um, well, yeah. But, uh, I, mean, I, I don't mind jumping backwards and forwards it's always good uh but yeah no, no, totally, no, that yeah, video yeah, yeah. Is, it, it was um it's really freaky uh like you say it's, a, it's got that tool-esque vibe to it um yeah. but what what was the sort of i know you've done like a web kind of like um sort of behind the scenes if you will uh, on that, yes. but yeah, tell us a little bit about it. Just tell you know, give people the idea. Well, the the video is inspired. I really like silent movies. You know, the twenties era silent movies like Nosferatu. You know that sort yep. of like dark kind of you know where it's like the music plays yeah. into your emotion. You know, and you really you're really focusing on the visuals. So the dark character in the video, uh, it's sort of representation it's a, it's a representation of of all your kind of negative thoughts you net the negative side of you you know it's mm-hmm. like th- that's that kind of horrible demon that's inside you you know trying yeah. to trying to understand itself trying to um trying to come to terms with the your pain that you're in in in, in isolation or any other time so it's got that kind of horror movie vibe and tool was a big influence on this as well. I love the tool videos, you know, with all of the kind of the crazy characters. It really brings you into the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you shot that, um, I'm assuming sort of during a lockdown. Uh. Well, uh, well, we were, we were really careful to socially distance. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was actually a point where we were allowed to do those things. You know, we didn't, we didn't do anything illegal. So we, we, we were really careful and we followed the rules to the, to the note. But uh, yeah, we filmed it in um, in a place near where we grew up. Uh, do you know the, the film The Wicker Man, the 1973 yes. film The Wicker Man? Yes. Well, there's a there's a scene in that where Christopher Lee's character is doing all the sacrifices, mm-hmm. and it's a cave near where we grew up. It's it's, um, it's down on a beach, so it's an isolated location. And I love that film; it's it's incredible. So growing up in Scotland in the Fries and Galloway, it's part of our kind of heritage. So yeah. we're we're really pleased to be able to go down and do that at that place it was quite a quite an experience man nice i was gonna ask where that was from because it's quite a free yeah film yeah but yeah now that makes sense Very- i love that film as well um <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like pagan vibes man i love it yeah. i love it no totally and it's sort of like um like with the going back to the the silent movie side of things i mean i, I love that sort of side of thing as well especially the horror ones because oh, they're, they're yeah. so sinister um like yeah when i'm when i do my live streams um, I have a, a projector that projects black and white horror movies onto my wall behind me. So amazing! So it's basically a silent movie, but to the the, the metal soundtrack that I'm playing. Um, <laughs> How good is that, though? Right, silent movies could totally be yeah, like there could be metal soundtracks for it. I wish people would redo that. Like redo yeah. silent movies with like heavy metal tunes. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. That's a good idea. I flick between that and weird um, sort of black and white. Um, cartoons, so there's yes. like freaky ones where you got these like weird dancing skeletons and 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 all this kind of sh- stuff going on. And uh, yeah, no, I love that kind of like that horror. That that era of horror is great. I love that um, yeah. that side of things, especially because it is a silent movie. And if you ever watch them without the music and just the dark, it's just I've done that, and it's just that's just freaky because you've only got the sound of of like nothing around you. 
which is even oh, more man. freaky. <laughs> so crazy, man. So crazy. Not necessarily a thing to watch when you're on your own in lockdown no. at four in the morning, but, you know, no, we, we do our coping <laughs> mechanisms, don't we? <laughs> No, this is pre-lockdown. I was doing this, but yeah, no, it's um, no, it like I that's what I, I, I like. I really like that video you've done, and and that having those sort of like influences and vibes to it was really cool. It was a real proper like you know that is the kind of like inner demon that 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 messes with you. But um, it's within us all, yeah. That's it, and it comes out sometimes, man. When you look in the mirror, yeah. Who was who was the who was the person playing the the main like? Ah, the the guy. It was a fellow called Jack. He's a dancer from Glasgow. Okay. Really talented guy. Really talented dancer. He's actually really, really nice. He's such a nice, <laughs> mild mannered guy. And he gets into the costume and he just owned it. Like you just saw him just sink into the character straight away. And it was like, whoa, that's really quite freaky. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say he's incredibly flexible. And some of those, so, like... yeah, well, he's a dancer. Yeah. So he knows. He knows in with hypnotist, we uh, we had a guy, um, Aaron Shepherd, who did uh, who was Karnunos, the character in Hypnotist, uh, who's a dancer. So we've got lots of friends who are dancers. Yeah. So I guess it felt like a very appropriate thing to have. And you know the 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 kind of strange contortions. It's like a it's almost not like a real person. Your yeah. demon can move in all sorts of strange ways. You can't, no, which that, is sort of the point. That was yeah. that was what was like mesmerizing about it. Obviously, you know, knowing that that person is a dancer is is that makes total sense. Yeah, but, oh, like, so, just yeah. the way, like, just like the way, like you say, the way the contorting and the bending and the. Th- I was like, how can you? How can any? You know, <laughs> <that special effect? laughs> it's a real skill. <laughs> like, I'm super unflexible. Like, I, I'm like, I'm terrible at it. You know. Yeah. You know, you see, like bands like Don Broco, they do like the, the, the like the high kicks excited as like the whole thing with the you know like the high kicks yes. when he's playing the yeah. guitar. And I'm like, dude, I can't do. It. I would just destroy myself. I yeah. love it, but no, I, I tried yeah, a few I, things when I was younger, and and I hurt myself more than often. So right. <laughs> <laughs> right there with you man definitely can't do it now definitely can't my body is far too old <laughs> um but yeah no it's um no i mean it's, it's a great single like i said I'm, get, I'm giving it some play on on the radio and whatnot and uh i'm gonna play yeah. it in my live streams and stuff as well because uh, it fits fits really well with a few other tracks that um that that i i do play uh on a regular basis as well which is really cool it's kind of got that real kind of like industrial griminess to it which is whether that was deliberate or not, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's big nine inch nails, big nine inch nails fan, especially yeah. Cam, the drummer. He's very much, very much into that sort of vibe. So I guess taking that in was cool. I'll tell you, have you heard Gary Newman's new stuff? Yes. How good is that, man? My name is Ruin. That's yeah. amazing. You got guys go check that out. I saw him. I saw him live. Um, Reading festival around, I want to say 2000 ish. Right, round about my sort of like twenties and stuff, and and yeah. he totally blew me away. I only knew him for uh, obviously Cars, Our Friends Electric, things like that. So I was like, oh, cool, eighties, you know, synth pop comes on stage and totally has like just black suit on or black like leather jacket, um, and just white light, and it was just full yeah. on dark industrial like pop. And it was fucking awesome. And since then, I've been, like, I was a fan before just purely for the sort of, like, cheesy pop side of things. Like, back in the 80s, there's a lot of things there. Um, But I became a massive fan just, like, hearing that and then got his, uh, um, like, the singles R.I.P. and all that kind of stuff. Going through those sort of, like, more sort of, like, dark pop synth industrial albums where it kind of think Nine Inch Nails, you know? (laughs) Totally, man. I mean, Nine Inch Nails would be a massive influence on us. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, but you can hear it in the, the, the Newman stuff, the new stuff. It's like, it's really good. And I think, I think it's really cool when you mix rock and electronica in a dark, way like that there's there's something that just really excites me about it i don't know but yeah. yes it is deliberate i guess so we have a lot of electronic in, our, no, in that, our music that fits totally well into my radio show i don't know if i mentioned it last time but my the show that i play you out on um yeah because obviously i've got this this is a well this is just solely a podcast now but um yeah. it the radio show that i have is is a mix show so it basically i mix rock and metal with dance electronica stuff like that um and and like when bands do have that crossover sound, that's when I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, like, man, Code Orange, Code Orange are, are kicking ass as well, man. They're a great, great yeah, new band. You got the heavier, like yeah, like you say, the Code Orange. Um, your uh, your PR mates, I guess, icons for hire. Uh, <laughs> on the same PR as you. Um, but there's bands like Seething Akira from down this way as well. Uh, they mm. they're a bit more sort of like big room electronics to it so they've kind of got like more of a punky prodigy vibe to them um but yeah they 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 have like the sort of drum and bass dubstep influence on their music as well um Mm -hmm. and and i've always loved that crossover sound ever since i heard sensor back in the day um they they were a big sort of like um guide for me um and they guided me towards things like the prodigy and things like that um yeah back early very very early teens um, <laughs> but no my my the show that i have it, it's called the dirt chamber and it it it, it basically mixes electronica with rock and Six. and it's basically a club mix like an hour-long club mix basically um so having your like music in that as well like it's it's a solid bpm not that, that matters. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but with the electronica side there's that certain accuracy that you need like especially when you're right. DJ, it just makes your life a little bit easier um yeah. because i can i can listen to sort of like naturally recorded things like early albums by bands and the bpm is relatively solid but it's not like sync exactly in in point uh but when people put electronics on it they generally have to be in sync so yes. <laughs> and it can be it can be a challenge playing it live but i like that challenge i like that idea of yeah. bringing in different instruments bringing in different synth samples all of that sort of stuff it's there's a bit i think there's a bit of a revolution in heavy music right now there seems to be that you know a lot of rock bands are trying to bring in electronica and I, it excites me to no end to to hear bands that do that you know, never not nothing are, are kicking ass like that they've yes. got an album out and it's got that like prodigy vibes you know they've got some sort of prodigy vibes to it. but it's a rock band you know it really rocks so it's yeah. like i'm so into that vibe right now man yeah. they they work with the prodigy in fact um because <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, yeah, right. I've, I've known those guys since they were subsource which they're right they were right three okay from back they're from around here so you know yeah, that's right yeah yeah that's and, right and and yeah just watch them go through then there were black futures and then they changed the name to them not nothing um and yeah they've kind of got that kind of like that rocky electronica vibe to them um but over the years they started more electronic like very much like that was their base of sound but they've kind of grown and and, and become a lot more um organic i suppose but with that like having yeah. a good weave of electronica in them but yeah they work with um the prodigy on uh their the last album i believe they did some co-producing i think nice so, yeah i think i think i heard that yeah i'm a big fan of that album that that, that album that they did the last one they yeah. did it's really strong man yeah definitely i mean like i said there's, there's a lot of bands out there doing it like uh bring me the horizon of sort of like introducing 
if you want to go sort of a bit more sort of on the mainstream side of things, they had uh, Mick Gordon on their last EP, which is the guy that did the Doom soundtrack, um, right. which is proper heavy sort of electronica rock metal type thing. But yeah, you've, got, you've had sure. bands like, I mean, there's Cell Dweller. It's one from the States. Um, right. Blue Starly is another one. Um, those are sort of like more longer sort of like term electronic rock people. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's there's a whole sort of vibe coming out now, which is which is awesome. I'm like, I'm like, this is great. Cause this is so much music I can play. <laughs> Cause I was getting to a point where I was like really skimming for like dodgy remixes off SoundCloud. Oh um, no, you can't. No, no. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. But no, it's good. Cause it keeps, it keeps alternative music fresh, man. You know, oh, it totally. keeps it really, you know, I, I, I tell you where you were mentioning bands that you were, you had tickets for that you can't go see cause of COVID. I was going to see ghost name, you know, oh, ghost name. Yeah. 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 See that, and that's like kind of goth, gothic rap metal sort of vibe. And I'm like, that's really interesting. I just wanted to see what that would be like live. Yeah, you know, I bet that'd be pretty interesting. But I like where alternative music's at. I like the fact that bands are are trying new things and we're we're pushing the genre forward because you know if it doesn't go forward, it gets stale. Man. Yeah, and I think I think lock. That's one of the things that come out of lockdown because a lot of bands like yourself have been self producing if you right. will like you've been you've been sat there with your laptop you can't like go to a studio you can't go to you know you have to record stuff yourself or or create beats and then you start learning you start watching those videos those youtube tutorials and learning how these things work so how to make those drums sound real how to make them sound big how to make you know how to produce um and a lot of bands have kind of like especially like because we can't meet up during this time people have like bands have evolved to using that and it's becoming a bit more like the releases from that are coming out now and those influences now and i feel there's going to be a wave of of, of this um really experimental stuff because yeah. you know you're you're not constricted by outside influences you know yeah exactly exactly i mean back when i was sort of traveling in circles of musicians and whatnot and being in a band i was the turntablist in a band so yeah, yeah. you know i was part of that movement where we were sort of like bringing that sort of like hip-hop tool if you will into metal so it was that new metal yeah. type thing and um you know just going from there and, and and sort of being part of that and knowing that there are a lot of people out there that don't like it yeah well you know there's always, <laughs> there's always going to be some people that don't like it. i think if there's not a good uh, amount of people that don't like it you're doing something wrong yeah exactly you, you need a reaction off, yeah. you need a reaction of some kind you're right yeah, yeah. No, no reaction is the worst thing um totally yeah you gotta and, have some people hate it and normally yeah the negative people always shout the loudest so it's it's, oh, it's always you there. always remember the negative people more oh totally. people can say nice things to you all day but you remember that one person go yeah that's fine. That fucking yeah. There. Uh, <laughs> but yeah no with now i mean i see i see some of like you know the true metalists sort of like really kind of like oh no there's another thing coming into our sound um but mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it i mean we've kind of had hints of it in the past they like say nine inch nails uh bands from like uk like pitch shifter sensor um mm. the prodigy have all kind of like had that kind of like rock vibe into their music and and yeah now it's kind of it's coming back and it's coming back like really well produced which is yes because there has been in the past where that mix of electronica and organic instrument don't don't often mix very well Yes, that is true. It's it's difficult to make that happen. You know, you can you find yourself making you know full electronic sections and full rock sections and kind of mixing them together, yeah. which is kind of weird. I think Bring Me the Horizon are a good example of that working really well. You know, they've got the different the different kind of sections, but it's cool, man. Because you know, as, as as a rock fan, you can enjoy the heavier side, and as an electronic fan, you can appreciate what you know, like the Jordan Fish 
has put vision, he's a bloody visionary, you know, he's put that stuff into the, the Bring Me stuff and you can hear, you can hear his influence and I think that's a wonderful thing because a band, a band needs to have more than one influence, you know, and it needs to keep evolving, which is great, bringing in different genres like that. Yeah. It helps. Totally, yeah. totally. totally. Um, well, I've got one more question for you, man, if that's all right. Um, yeah. I, I've already asked you my main enders on the last time, so I'm not going to repeat those, like, you know, the three albums and whatnot. Um, but right. what, what I've got here is like, what, what are your... Um, Guilty pleasures when it comes to music. <laughs> so what, I don't what? feel. I don't really feel guilty about listening to anything. It's just, that's the thing is I think because you can listen to it all in secret, right? You just put it on your Spotify and nobody can tell. That's true. But I do like I do like Billie Eilish. I listen to Billie okay. Eilish a lot. I think she's she's got a great voice, cool vibe. Um, Post Malone. I love Post Malone. Yeah. I don't think. I don't, but I'm not guilty about it, man. I'm, I'm happy to say it. I love it, man. Like, it's great. Fine. Um, I, I don't know. As far as guilty players are concerned, or I guess the soundtrack stuff, which could be, be a bit nerdy, you know, like I'll sit and listen to you know the the, the full soundtrack for uh, Blade Runner, you know, oh, like Adventure yeah. uh, yeah. Goldfish, Hans Zimmer, and all that stuff, which I guess some people might think is a bit wanky. No, those. So those, yeah, that's not that's not that's, a bad thing. <laughs> that's uh, not. Yeah, I've yeah. done that. Uh, <laughs> I do that. So. Well, that's good. I, I don't feel so weird about it. So nobody about it. Yeah. Is there anything that would surprise anyone? Like you think, like like if people that know you, if if there was any like particular music or anything else other than music that that you, you would see as a that they would see as a guilty play, or you know that kind of. Thing. I liked. I quite like Chinese democracy. Okay, nice. I quite like Chinese democracy. I think it. Well, I mean, like, there's a lot in there. Axel just kind of he said everything, yeah. but there's a lot of merit in it. I think there's a lot of interesting things. I, like we were talking about, man, he was trying to bring in that Nine Inch Nails influence. You could tell yes. with a lot of the tracks. You know, there's some cool riffs in there. But you know, yeah, I, I thought that album was pretty cool, man. And uh, I, whenever I say that, people go, oh, "What the hell." <laughs> that's, 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 you know, no, I quite liked it. So that, there's a guilty pleasure there. Yeah. That 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 album, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, I enjoyed that album as well. Like you say, there was right. that kind of like um, element of of that industrial side of it that was tra- that was he yeah. tried to bring in. I know he had yes. uh, didn't he have one of the ex Nine Inch Nails guitarists with him on that production? That's right. Uh, was it Robert Robert Flink? I can never. Is it Frink or Robert Fink? Is Fink. it Fink? Robert Fink? Is it? Or is uh, that the guy from The Simpsons? I don't know. It's Professor. F- yeah, it's Professor Frink. <laughs> I got to look it up. Um, <laughs> um, but no, no, I, t- I enjoyed that. I mean, there was somehow like it was a lot of like kind of like yeah, like you say, it was just kind of like that whole his like the whole time from when they released the last album to that album all the genres in that point were kind of included in there. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, but there were some absolute belters on that album um, that I know yeah. they play live with, with, well, the portion of the original lineup that they have now. Um, yeah. So there are some tracks on there that, that, that kind of like have stood up very well uh, in as much there's as a song called, There's a song called Better and it's got a really cool yeah, riff. Like it's one. got this just like dank kind of like... And you know, he does this like really high screaming vocal over it. I just think that's that's pretty cool. Never seen Guns N' Roses live. Cam has, but um, it's one to see. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully, they will tour. But <laughs> it's just the ticket prices for those things now are just so much. It's too much. Um, too but, much. But no, better was a was a was one of the tracks on there, and there was um, yeah. I mean, the title track as well, Chinese Democracy. Nice and then there yeah. was that track that they did. It didn't go onto the album, but they did it for the End of Days soundtrack. 
Did you ever hear that one? That's right. Yes. Yeah, it's called Oh My That's God. Right. What was that tune called? Oh My God, I think it was. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Can that- you remember in Use Your Illusions, the last track in uh, Use Your Illusions 2, My World? Yes. It had a heavy, like, industrial vibe. Yeah. You know, it's like, it kind of felt like maybe he continued on that vibe, you know, yeah. to the next record. You know, that's maybe where they were trying to go with the, the, the electronic sound. You know, maybe it was the sound of the late 90s or something. I don't know. Yeah, because that one was, it was just on that out, that, that movie, which was an all right movie. It was an Arnie movie. Um, mm. But yeah, it's called all My, Oh My God. Um, but yeah, that was a, like a heavily, heavily, I'm just looking up now. There we go. Make sure it was. Um, but that was heavily, like, industrial that was like that that really kind of teased me to like it it was a long while before chinese democracy came out but i was like if he's gone that way i'm gonna like this i'm a massive guns and roses fan like back when i was a kid that was like the band uh it was oh, them too, man. Like, so 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 into it yeah and it, it's just sort of like i'm hoping I mean, there's rumours that they've recorded something or they're recording something. So, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes. The original lineup again, that would be quite cool. You get Slash doing some solos and, and Duff McKagan. That would be sick, man. That'd be well that, that will be nice. Um, I know yeah. I know. Slash has got a new album due out, so I don't know if it's going to be this sort of like cycle, if you will. But um, and, mm. I, and he did the whole thing with ACDC as well the, with Axel. Oh, so. Yeah, so he did. That was kind of that was kind of cool. It's a bit of a rock and roll moment, that isn't it? Axl Rose with a broken leg singing with ACD. Yeah, I, I really wish. Just like, couldn't predict it. Yeah, I really wish they recorded something for the new ACDC album with Axl, because uh, that would have been absolutely like just him, him and him and Johnson would have been absolutely great yeah. on there. Would have made but sense. It, that would have kicked ass, <laughs> but it didn't happen. Maybe one day. We never know. You know. Maybe one day. Uh, stranger things have happened. Exactly. Exactly. Like they yeah. got back together. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, Leon, thank you, mate. I really appreciate your time. Um, Great to talk to you, man. Great to see you. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Obviously, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye out and and keep playing your music on on, on Total Rock and whatnot. Uh, so hopefully you get some airplay on there and, and you get some airplay on some other places as well yeah uh, well, thank that. you so much man I love uh, it's it's great to have the support of, of you guys and, and everyone who's listening it means it means so much in lockdown it means you know you're not uh, you're not feeling as disconnected as you maybe yeah. would otherwise you know so much appreciated dude. Oh, absolutely my pleasure absolutely my pleasure All you right. have um, a fantastic rest of your day um, you too man and uh, yeah hopefully I think I said this last time, but hopefully once you guys get back out on the road, I'll be there at some point yeah, somewhere. Dude, for sure. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Cool. Well, Leon, thank you very much, man. And uh, yeah, easy, dude. have a good one. Cool. Excellent. Thank you, mate. No, of course, man. No, thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's always good to talk to you, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. And, um, all right, man. Well, yeah. um, yeah, have a good one. All right. Yeah, you too, man. Take it easy. We'll Thank catch you. up again soon. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. See you later, dude.